Okay, so you guys, have you ever struggled to sit down and study the Bible? Maybe you feel like you're not a great reader or you're having a hard time with pulling out messages or you literally just don't know what to study. In today's episode, we are going to talk about how to study the Bible. I'm going to break it down into three steps and help you relate it to your business on a daily basis. Okay. Hey guys, you're listening to the She's Wild and Radiant podcast, the show that brings you real business strategy, community, and encouraging and truth-filled biblical advice for running your business and navigating the world of entrepreneurship. I'm your host, Ashley June, six-figure online business owner, ex-photographer, MBA, and storytelling expert who helps women claim their stories, create epic launches, and scale their businesses while staying in courageous alignment with God's calling on their life. Join me for conversational chats, interviews, and practical business advice every episode. So stoked you're here. Okay, guys, so before we hop into today's episode, I want to ask you, are you ready to Holy Spirit activate? (laughs) Maybe pray for your business a little bit more, dive into some biblical truth, and actually get reminded to do this on a regular basis. I get it. Being an entrepreneur is hard, especially maybe if you have kids at home and, you know, you're always kind of running around reacting to the events of the day. I mean, every day you're drinking cold coffee and you don't have time to just sit down and pound through your devotional and spend some time in the word. And then you kind of wonder, months go by, like, why have I forgotten to pray for my business, pray for my family, just be intentional about these things. And maybe it's through exhaustion and being scattered or overwhelmed. I I get this struggle, you guys, but it does not have to be that way. You do not have to continue to guilt yourself um, because you're having a hard time with decision fatigue on what to study, where to study, when to study, and uh, how to pray for your business, all of this stuff. So, I want you to imagine for just a minute um, that you have a bite-sized Bible study that can be done in seven minutes a week. I want you guys to imagine that you're going to get emails and texts straight to your phone telling you where to go in the Bible, what to study. And I want you guys to imagine having somebody else who gets to encourage you and send you truthful affirmation right to your phone and email. That is exactly why I created the Set Apart $7 Entrepreneur Club. You guys, this is the monthly business Bible study membership for faith-filled entrepreneurs who want to not only grow in their faith, build intentional prayer habits, but be encouraged in their purpose every single week while saving time and packing in the theological and Holy Spirit punch in only seven minutes a week. Every week, you guys are going to receive a encouraging text, email. Every month, you're going to get a Bible study, which we break down into to four weeks, which will also be sent to you on those Mondays. And you guys can post in our uh, free Facebook support community and build some community there. Um, With that in mind, you guys, six bonuses, the devotional library, as we're building that out, you're going to get access to that. You can log into a membership site to see all the studies. You get our vision casting workshop. You get 31 social media posting ideas. You get my call to courage mini course, and you get the four day Esther Bible study when you enroll for only $7 a month. So whether you're a busy entrepreneur, overwhelmed mom, hopeless biz owner, an everyday person who just needs a little more purpose and joy, or the person seeking purpose right now, this is exactly what you need. For literally the price of like a Vente Frappuccino, a movie on demand, or a uh, super cheap bottle of wine, you guys, you can get this Bible study sent to your devices every month. Go ahead and sign up. The link is in the show notes. Hey guys. Okay. Well, so, um, 
today's episode, we are going to talk about reading the Bible. Um, I know that it can be challenging at times, and sometimes we have these limiting beliefs that like to stop us. And I feel like, you know, throughout the years, I have kind of learned how to study the Bible, how to pull out that deeper meaning, and then how to relate it to my life, to my business, to my marriage, to my uh, parenting, to my relationships all of it. And I don't think it was something that just happened overnight. I think it was through, you know, years and years of just kind of diving into time with the Lord and learning about what kind of fed my soul in that way. And I want to share with you guys how I break up reading the Bible and then specifically how we can take this to relate to our business on a regular basis. You know, since we are a show um, about entrepreneurship and we have business owners on the show and I talk about business and obviously we talk about different things sometimes, um, I thought it was just fitting to kind of show you how I do this and hopefully just give you some inspiration. So when you sit down to do your Bible study next time or you sit down to do your devotional that you have some extra context for really pulling out God's heart. Um, and uh, also just having a better understanding of the the theology side of things. And, um, you know, it's so interesting because I um, sometimes people will read the Bible just so they can sort of get something for them for the day. And I mean, well, we all probably read it for that sometimes, you know, um, but sometimes I think that we forget to read it for, you know, what what God really wants to show us in terms of what we can learn about his character in the Bible. And if we can do, I think, sort of a mix of things, I think that's going to kind of keep us going on our spiritual walk, on our journey with God. Um, Because if we constantly are reminded of who he is and what he has done and also have a good understanding or context of the historical time and and things that are kind of, you know, happening behind the scenes in the Bible, then I think we're going to walk away with a more well-rounded spiritual um, growth in general. You know, like we're going to be more well-rounded in our um, not only understanding of the Bible, but, you know, we're going to see the spirit and we're going to experience the truth. And I think that overall, a lot of the times when you're studying the Bible, you know, you kind of get these really um, self-help-like devotionals that are not really focusing on the truth or on like the the purpose. It's more so, you know, what what can the Bible do for me? You know, how can I conquer my Goliaths and my life versus, you know, this is who God is. And so I think if we can find that perfect marriage and that that perfect balance between, you know, being pumped up about how the Bible is relating to our life and and how God can help us walk through these different, you know, circumstances in life, but also know what the truth is, then we're going to have a really uh, large depth of knowledge. You know, this is like the deep waters that God pulls us into, you know, the deep, just think about deep waters, how much history is in there, you know, and like we want to go deep with God. So um, if you're not a good reader or maybe you feel like you're bad at studying, I think what you need is a framework for how to do this, which is sort of what we're going to talk about today. Um, Not to mention, you know, We are business owners, so we're busy. And, you know, sometimes it's just hard to know what to study because you you go and you look and you're like, ah, I don't know what to study today. Or maybe you have like some old devotionals that you're just not that excited about and you're just not really sure, like, how do I study? What do I study? Um, I just don't know where to start. And I think that kind of keeps us in the analysis paralysis of just 
not knowing where to start, you know, um, and it's so easy to go day by day and avoid the studying, avoiding that time with God, um, because we just don't know where to start. And, you know, I can't say that I'm perfect at this. I've gone through seasons and I feel like I'm actually jumping back into a season where I'm being more consistent on my habits. And it's kind of after a season of a lot of hardship, a lot of grief, um, and a lot of pain. And so it's so funny because I do think, you know, during some of the seasons that we need, just a full, uh, just need like so much time with God that sometimes we get it in a different way, like maybe more through more prayer or through more, um, I don't know, through just more day by day kind of seeing God and like just having that conversation with him day by day, but we're not necessarily sitting down and just like diving into, I just want to learn and I just want to learn and I want to learn, you know, um, because we're sort of in that moment of, of healing. Um, but when you start to get into a daily habit, you know, when you feel like you're in a place where you can start working on those daily habits again, um, or those weekly habits, you know, you're, you're in a place where you can actually really start to be consistent and and add little pieces of um, habits to your life when it comes to studying the Bible on a regular basis. And so I'm going to I'm going to kind of show you how I've been doing this. And um, I think it really helps immensely because it really just helps set your heart right, you know, for the day. And it, it's so much easier when you just know like what you're going to hop into. So first off, you guys, let's talk about, you know, how you choose what to study um, in this three-step process of, you know, studying the Bible as an entrepreneur. Well, guys, you could go with a predefined study, which is totally fine. Um, as mentioned, I have the Set Apart $7 Club. I do that for you. I create that for you. And it's something that you could spend um, every weekend. You could spend every day in it if you really wanted to focus on that chapter of the Bible for the month, you know. Um, or, you know, you could go with a, a predefined study that you have, have heard about. Um, I've done some really great ones in the past, and there are so many good ones out there. So get some recommendations and just every day, just go, go work on that. Um, or, and this is honestly what I've been doing more recently, is when I don't know what to study, I think about what God is putting on my heart in that moment, you know? So like every week, maybe I'll have this, uh, not issue, but this thing that's just kind of convicting my heart a little bit more, or I'm just thinking about God's heart for a specific topic a little bit more. Um, and so for example, this week I've been really thinking about children, like what God's purpose is for children and what the Bible says about children, whether it's raising children or our heart for children. And so because I've really just been thinking about children, I literally just looked up scripture that related to children. Okay. So this week I was actually really drawn to Proverbs 22. Um, and then I started reading it and I've been studying the whole chapter this week, which kind of, you know, just turned into a Bible study that I've been pulling, you know, pieces out of, which has been awesome. But it all came because I felt like God was putting an awareness and a conviction and a heart, um, or, and, a a um kind of dropped in my heart just like what what children are supposed to be for and proverbs 22 when you're looking at children you know it's talking about um the authority that parents have over children you know, not spoiling them, you know, spare the rod, spoil the child, uh, raising them up in instruction. Um, and essentially, you know, like the parent's responsibility for that. And so that's what Proverbs 22 is talking about. But there's also so much, you know, more scripture about children in the Bible, where, you know, we hear about how children um, are, you know, gifts, like it is a gift. Uh, it's children are your 
uh, the, the quiver full of arrows, you know, it's like lots of children means that God has essentially blessed you, you know, and then we think about Jesus's heart for the children and we think about Jesus and the children. And so, you know, we see, we see different scripture and different meanings for it. Um, but specifically I was kind of drawn to Proverbs 22. So I've been spending the weekend there, but you guys, it really wasn't that hard. It was just, you know, once again, you could go with that predefined study, or you could say, God, like, what are you putting on my heart right now to study? You know, what's, what's just like a topic, a theme, maybe something I'm struggling with, maybe something I'm thinking about more, maybe something that I just want to understand more. Like I want to understand your order for more. And for me, that week was children. And that's where Proverbs 22 came from. And you guys, we have the power of Google. It's so easy, you know, go literally, if you're thinking like, whoa, like my marriage, um, is having issues, you know, go type in what the Bible says about marriage and you'll see a whole lot of scripture and then dive into that scripture on marriage. Um, next guys, after you choose what to study. So, you know, after I've chosen Proverbs 22 for the week, it's time to start pulling out the deeper meaning. And for me, I do a couple of things here. Okay. First off, you guys, I journal, I like to write down my thoughts. I like to look at the connections that I see. You know, I have years and years worth of journals with so much great content because it's very telling of where I was in life at those periods of time, you know, from the time I was in probably junior high. I mean, I have I have some dated journals that I kind of, you know, cringe when I read, but at the same time, I can see just this beautiful relationship with the Lord starting to bloom. And um, someday I think I will be writing some books and it's actually going to be so helpful because I will have those journals to go back and refer to, <laughs> you know, because they'll take me back, like take my mind back to certain seasons and certain things that I've struggled with. And, um, but I love journals because you can write down your revelations and it forces you to not only take something that you're seeing in the Bible, but it forces you to put something down on paper. And if I don't know what to write, I will literally just write down the scripture that I'm reading. You know, I will write down a whole chapter in the Bible if it comes down to it. I will just write it down and let it just soak into my heart and soak into my soul. And so first off, you guys, to pull out that deeper meaning, if you're wondering how to study, go ahead and start journaling. Get a journal. I love, um, gosh, the current one that I have, it's like this leathery type one. Um, I'm trying to look at it. I don't see the, the name. Um, maybe it's, I don't know if it's day spring or what I need to put, I need to figure out what it is. Um, but I love these little journals. They're leather. They're a little bit bigger. Um, they just, they feel good, you know, so get a journal that you just like that feels good that, you know, you just want to write in and start just, you know, writing down scripture, writing down thoughts that come to mind as you're reading and just, just journal you guys like, let it be that creative process for you. And you'll notice that things will be pulled out that you wouldn't even expect. I also like reading a couple of translations from like Uber formal, formal translations to really, um, message and feely related. So um, I like reading the ESV, the NIV, the NLV. Um, sometimes I'll dive into the Passion Translation. I know that that's like a controversial one, but what I find with the Passion Translation is that um, 
there's actually a a lot of depth because they go into like the Hebrew and Aramaic meanings of things. Hopefully I said that right, Aramaic. Um, but they'll go into definitions of language, you know, before the Bible was um, written in English. And, you know, it kind of, it leads me back to this, this thought of, you know, our, our written language, the English language, we have a lot of words that um, don't actually define like the true definitions of things. And so if we can go back to something in Hebrew or Aramaic or Greek or, you know, whatever, we're going to kind of see a different meaning to what is being said. And I I just love kind of cross-checking this stuff because it just makes my mind think about things in a different way. And you pull out just different like golden nuggets, you know, of of depth when you do it this way. And I think that it's um, just really helpful in in the process. Um, I'll also read like the King James version sometimes. And yeah, I just, I don't really stick to a specific version. Um, I don't like to be super legalistic in that way of saying, oh gosh, I can never read anything. That's, you know, um, I mean, the message is also great, especially if you're, you know, starting to read the Bible for a first the first time or you're really struggling. Same with the NLV. I think the NLV was actually the very first translation that I um, really started to dive into and read when it came to the Bible. And I just, you know, you guys just read the different translations. You know, read how the different scriptures relate because you might find that a certain way that it is worded or certain definitions or... Um, just uh, the certain poetic feel of it, you know, might connect with your heart and soul a little bit more and give a deeper um, understanding in your brain, you know, because everything that we see decipher like definitions and whatnot, we have um, kind of preconceived notions, biases, uh, kind of a history, like a library in our brain. So it's like, if I say something, like I I say a word like, um, gosh, what would be a good example? If I say the word love, you know, well, the typical American definition or the English definition of love would probably be thought of in maybe a fatherly love or a romantic love, you know. Um, And so you think about love in that way. But if you go to... um, to the, the, I think it's Greek, the Greek definitions of love, you have lots of different types of love, like agape and eros and, you know, like these different types of love. And so when I think about love, maybe I'm starting to think more about the agape type love versus, you know, like a romantic love. And so I guess all that to say, you guys, like we're all going to think about things in different ways. We all have, you know, different things in our mind when it comes to these different definitions for words and the way that words are presented. And so if you really just open up your mind and read different translations, you're going to pull out different um meanings and it's just going to hit a little bit different, you know, it's going to expand your understanding of what the scripture um, is. On that same note, read the commentary. I love reading the commentaries because the commentaries help us see the historical backing. Um, The commentaries help us understand, you know, once again, kind of more of maybe those Greek, Hebrew, um, Aramaic, um, 
definitions and it's helpful just to kind of pull out more depth. You know, like I want to know, like, am I getting what I'm supposed to get out of reading this scripture? Like, am I understanding this correctly? Because I don't want to go off on my own and kind of rogue it and decide on these meanings for the scripture to kind of, you know, fit my, um, to fit my outfit for the day. You know, like I, I don't want to just cherry pick it. Like I really want to come through and I want to understand what the scripture is trying to say. Also, if a word really sticks out to you, this is something that I'll do. If a word really sticks out to you, I will start researching that word more. So I will look up definitions. I will look up other scripture to cross to cross reference. So for example, because I've really been thinking about God's heart for children and just, um, with that. So maybe I'm reading a scripture about children, but then maybe the word sanctification comes out or something like that, you know, and uh, then I'll be like, okay, well, sanctification is really sticking out to me. I actually want to understand what sanctification means. Like I want a deeper understanding of what sanctification means. So I'll write down sanctification and then I'll go, you know, read about sanctification. I'll look up the definition. I'll look it up up other scriptures to cross-reference that. And then that will give me a deeper understanding of what sanctification means in regards to children. Okay. Um, and I don't actually know. I don't think that there's anything that says about sanct- or that puts <laughs> sanctification in the same uh, scripture is children. So don't take that, you know, word as the gospel, <laughs> um, or that example, but that's, I'm just kind of breaking down sort of what I would do, um, in that scenario. Lastly, guys, now I want you to think about how this relates to your business. And you could also take this and you could ask how it relates to your marriage, how it relates to your parenting, how it relates to your family, how it relates to your personal habits, you know. Um, This is not about making the Bible about us, but you guys, this is literally more so saying like God has an order for things. So what does he say here? You know, so in the business realm, let me think about this. Well, maybe I'm reading something on... um, on forgiveness, you know, and I need to think about this when it comes to maybe dealing with angry customers, um, or maybe I'm reading something on being a peacemaker. And so I'm thinking about, well, how do I handle any type of conflict in my business? Okay. Maybe I'm, you know, reading about dealing with money or God's like heart for money. You know, maybe that's like, okay, well, how does that apply to my best to my business? Am I making investments that I need to be making? Am I being wise with my money? Am am I being generous with my money? And am I stewarding that well? You know, look at that order of things. Maybe it's dealing with the work-life balance, you know, being so stuck in the toils of things that that there is not that balance or like I'm not, you know, putting my faith... um, at the top priority of my life. You know, what, what does God's order look like that? Like what, what does God say about work? What does he say about the work day? What does he say about, you know, where this comes in with maybe family and children and all of it? You know, I mean, God has so much to say about these types of things. If we will just go ahead and research and he's not going to confuse us, you guys, like there's an order for it. What about maybe dealing with our purpose and figuring out what we're called to do and what obedience looks like, you know, think about this, how, think about how this relates to your business, you know, read it for what it is, understand it for what it is, understand God's heart. But then this is where application comes in. You guys think about how can I apply this to what I'm going through in my life today? And that's not reading it for you. You guys, it's being wise in taking knowledge and wisdom and applying it to your everyday life. So you guys kind of to conclude, um, you know, I don't get too worried about not finding the right thing. Literally you guys, um, 
your Bible studies can be uber simple. They can take seven minutes a day, like the devotionals that I'm giving you guys in the Set Apart Club that I mentioned. Um, but I know for myself, I've been trying to at least get into my Bible for a bit before jumping into work. It really just is turning into a bite-sized habit that's helping uh, set my heart right for the day. And it's really huge, especially when I'm, you know, dealing with, um, the certain, I mean, certain emotions of life, you know, it's like, I don't think we ever just coast through life and don't have anything that's not bothering us. You know, I, I just notice when I'm taking that time to jump into the word, like it just softens my heart every day. And for me, I think that's huge because I am very like truth focused and, you know, I justice and I want the right, I just want people to do the right thing. And that's so important to me, you know? And so for me, I, I think getting into the scripture and getting into the word, it reminds me on a daily basis to like soften my heart and to like love more. And not that I'm always perfect at that or not perfect at that, but it's kind of all part of the process. So one of my favorite scriptures to close us out today, you guys, is Hebrews 4.12. For the word of God is alive and active, sharper than any double-edged sword. It penetrates even to dividing soul and spirit, joints and marrow, and it judges the thoughts and attitudes of the heart. There's so much power in the scripture. Start reading get into your study, you know, pull out that deeper meaning journal, you guys research, you know, just dive into it. Just take something and pull, pull everything out of it that you can, because reading the Bible is like an onion. You know, you're going to read it for the first time and you're going to, you know, get X, Y, Z meaning out of it and understand, you know, God's character and order better. But then you're going to read it a second time, a third time. You're going to read it 10, 15, 20 years later, and you're going to pull something out that didn't hit you that first time because it's, it's, it's active and it is alive. So, um, and it's also going to help you decipher like in your everyday life, like what is the truth? What is a lie? You know, how how can I decipher these things? Um, you know, is is this real? Is this is this right? Is this honoring? Is this pure? You know, is this loving? All of it, you guys. And so it's gonna help you really understand that and know that better. And the thing is, you guys, like every every day, like, you know, we do need to renew our minds, we need to set our hearts right, we need to, you know, um, just kind of focus on what's sort of happening today. You know, don't worry about the things of tomorrow because today things are enough. The more that you get into your Bible and you understand this better and better and better as time goes on, the more it's going to sit in your heart and in your mind and you're going to have those things to dwell on and you're going to have those things to refer back to. And I just look back and I'm just so thankful that I've spent, you know, so much time with the Lord in that way throughout my life. And I know so many people have not spent that time and just don't understand how to do it, what they're missing, and why we try to stop ourselves from doing it through just that analysis paralysis or that confusion. And I just pray that everybody will start taking the time to do this in their life because it is life-changing, it is radical, um, or it's it's going to help with just radical transformation and it's going to help with your prayer life, it's going to help with you know what sits in your heart. It's kind of like we can indoctrinate ourselves with the truth and with scripture and with God's word, or we can indoctrinate ourselves with things of the world. And so we, I mean, we are all humans who learn and uh, consistent messages that go back and forth, back and forth, you know, in our brains. Like we need to make sure that the right messages are coming up and the right thoughts and the right um, heart, you know, is coming out when we're meditating on things and thinking about things. And the more that you take the time to get into the word, that's going to replace 
um, the lies that that we believe on a daily basis. You know, it's going to combat that. It's going to sit, you know, in our spirits. It's going to dwell in there and it's not going to leave us because it's something that has become a part of our identity, a part of who we are and a part of who God has created us to be. So um, anyway, I hope that you're feeling more confident just, you know, diving into the Bible, choosing what to study, you know, able to pull out that deeper meaning more and then applying that to how that's relating to your business and how you can be, you know, like a more God honoring um, business person. I don't think it's totally black and white. Like it's, it's hard sometimes because we do have situations where we're like, ah, like what's, how do I love this person better? But how do I also like have justice, you know, and you know, that there's, there's not a, um, (laughs) there's not a total right and wrong way in this capacity. Now, obviously like there are absolutes with like truth and lies and all of that, but all that to say, I just think like the revelation of the scripture is going to help you walk through these times where things might not be totally clear and in that walk in the direction of peace and walk in the direction that God is just um, pressing on your heart in that way and you will know that if you know him and if you get into his word anyway guys thank you for um, hanging out with us today and I will talk to you later if you didn't hear at the beginning of the episode, I was sharing with you our monthly business Bible study membership for set apart entrepreneurs. You guys, if you are ready to activate the Holy Spirit, pray for your business, get into biblical truth and get exclusive inbox and SMS text Bible studies every Monday that refresh your parched soul, then you have to enroll. Only $7 a month to be a part of this movement, you guys. Join the set apart $7 entrepreneur club and never have to wonder what you should study that day ever again. You don't have to settle for cold coffee. You can do this in seven minutes a week, you guys, and it's something that you don't want to miss. So if you are busy, overwhelmed, not knowing where to start, need some breakthrough, need some extra encouragement, and you don't want to continue guilting yourself because you don't even realize that maybe it's decision fatigue that's keeping you stuck in your prayer life and avoiding your devotionals, then enroll in the $7 a month Set Apart Entrepreneur Club. Go to the link in the show notes to officially register. Wow, guys, what a great episode. Thank you so much for tuning in. If you could do me a quick favor and leave a review, I would be forever grateful. In fact, send me a screenshot of that review and I will send you a free coffee on me, on the house, okay? Also, guys, feel free to share this episode. Your friends need to hear this. They need to be encouraged. They need the business advice and I would love to have them in my world. Lastly, come join my free Facebook community. It's the podcast community. We do challenges, we do free trainings, we do various things throughout the year, and I think that you would love to be connected with other entrepreneurs who are wild and radiant, just like you.